Hey guys, and welcome back to Chai Lab. We're on episode 15 with myself, Falsima. And your girl, Mina. And it's me, Labia. And last but not least, Naman. Naman from Murka. <laughs> what do you <laughs> want? Did say- you have your cheese? Anyways, Naman. Oh yeah, have you eaten cheese? Of course yet? I did. Oh, that your was cheese like- curds. Of course. I've eaten my weight in cheese curds. <laughs> What's and a cheese curd? I do so until I leave. Look at her sweater. It's, um, it's so small American. Piece of heaven. You don't wear that in it London. It's a small piece of heaven. Yeah, I don't. I, you guys have changed. Guys, I've turned um, into a Midwestern father <laughs> John. And with your pickup truck. <laughs> That's what you're yeah. like right now. That's in the corn um, Yeah, we're on Zoom, guys, when we record these things. And Naman looks like a different person when she's recording from America. Yeah, I'm also basements. Basements. That's another thing. We're not living her best life as a 19 year old boy (laughs) with no windows, right? I'm gonna hop off in like 20 minutes. Play play cod, (laughs) (sighs) guys. How are you guys feeling? Uh, I need a four month holiday where I'm disconnected from everyone because y'all are all pissing me off. (laughs) <laughs> wow. Bottom, are you okay? Are you alright? <laughs> is, to... is, it, is it your turn to break down? I need to break from life. I'm burnt out from life. It's just too much. And I know I'm being petty because I don't even have it that hard, but I'm just tired. Yeah, I feel like I feel like a lot of people feel burned out. Even though we we came from a a retreat, we still feel a little how should I say? Been in the cooker for a while. Battery low. Yeah. And I've lost the charge. I feel like also, <laughs> I just feel like I've been like marinating <laughs> in stress <laughs> for like the last like couple months. Like even if some nothing bad is happening or if everything's okay, like there's just this I think there's this underlying like, anxiety that something is going to happen. And yeah. the thing is, it's ha- it has been happening. So yeah. every time you're just like, Ooh, okay, that's over with. It's like every month you just get hit in the face like, mm. pow. You're like, ah. Yeah, like I feel <laughs> like the, base, the baseline stress level has just like increased. And now like mm-hmm. the threshold is too close. And so mm. every now and then we hit the threshold and then I'm like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> that voice. <laughs> so now I'm just like, under the water. But do you guys feel like, do you guys feel like before I feel like people could hold it in a little bit better or like people didn't really talk about like their issues or they they would put on a facade about how they're mm. doing okay. But I feel like the Sierra has broken even the most like, yeah like sturdy people where it's like before literally the world could be crashing down and people would just be like oh yeah Yeah. no i'm fine i'm thriving i'm doing really well but now even those people are like i'm yeah putting on like a a a positive facade yeah i feel like it's really interesting it's It's like um ross from friends i'm Fine. Ew. Fine. So much. Fine. Uh, So why is your voice getting so high? I'm fine. (laughs) No, I feel like with everything that's been going on, everybody's um, feelings and sensitivity is hypened up. And what's going on around the world is not helping that at all. Mm. It's kind of like when the man said, like, it's true. I think when you when you see that sort of little brief of that glitch in people that you normally see as super strong, that little glitch of vulnerability, it kind of hits you more. You're like, oh mm. shit, things are getting, <laughs> things, <laughs> things are getting that, rough. That's, that's interesting, Labia. 
that's interesting love you because you're like associating um vulnerability like, with a glitch not being vulnerable mm. or with like strength or lack of strength too like do you guys think that like being vulnerable is a source of strength or a source of like or do you think it's a source of weakness for people i think when you say vulnerability the first thing that comes to a lot of people's mind mind is weak Mm. and um i feel like the more i grow the more i realize that's completely wrong i feel like being vulnerable is more courage it takes a lot of courage and a lot of energy yeah but it's scary because you're putting yourself out there and like exactly what yeah but it's it's true it's true but i think when you it's kind of like i see it as human being vulnerable is just being is being more human, but I, it, it depends on I guess what position you are. That vulnerability is like it 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 can be taken differently. I don't know. Like when I think of like people at positions of power, or like say like I mean the pri the prime minister or whatever. Like if they show vulnerability, it means something different. And I think that's why like I don't know why I immediately just went there, but that's why like when even like when Boris got coronavirus it was, like, it was a little bit i was a little bit shaken even though like i wasn't mm. in the uk but i'm like oh shit like this is real this is happening <laughs> but you know it's like vulnerability just means i think it, it's i don't know like sometimes maybe you don't it shows how know. human you are exactly it and is. it's like it depends on and humanity you, when you think about it is very fragile and whether mm. you want to see that in that situation mm. if that makes sense we That's don't like to think well. we don't like to see ourselves as fragile but we are yeah yeah and, or and, people that you think are control mm. or people that you think have their stuff together and kind of like you know okay these are the people that are driving us or like moving us forward when they are like more vulnerable you're like oh okay but I, I, yeah that's true i don't know i just feel like it, it depends on the situation like like you said if it's in in terms of like a power situation say would i be vulnerable to someone who was my boss probably not at all i would not want to would i be vulnerable to someone who's my mentor yes because the, their their approach to me and my vulnerability would be very different mm. so i feel that someone in power may take my vulnerability as weakness and then potentially use it against me whereas someone who in the same context is my mentor would take that vulnerability and try be constructive with it for example and also you know vulnerability isn't always just like when you're sad or just feeling down like it's just being honest in general right so in the same Actually, yeah. way, it depends like 100%. with your friendships, like sometimes you feel, you know, some, some friendships, personalities, if you were vulnerable with some people that maybe one day they would use that against you and you, you, you sometimes have that fear. That's why we have that fear is because you're either going to be seen some way or you're going to be hurt some way by giving someone that. Whereas other friends, potentially you do feel like, actually, I can be vulnerable with you because you've made me feel comfortable enough to be. Do you... um do you feel like there's, like, do you feel like there are a lot of people in your life that you could be 100% vulnerable with? And do you think that's important to have at least one person or at least somebody that you could be 100% vulnerable with? Or another, this is just me rambling. Are you even 100% <laughs> vulnerable with yourself? Like, I think that's really No, I'm like, I'm not, I'm the person oh, that looks God, in the mirror hurt. and is like, man up. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that's what I was getting to. I feel like I'm can can confirm. I can't even be vulnerable with myself. So it's like, how do I? I don't know. It's interesting. But that's what therapy's for, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Fatima. 
<laughs> I genuinely think that's true. why because we are it's so difficult to become sorry I really didn't mean that to be a joke because I mean it really seriously I think that it's very 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 difficult to be vulnerable with people because you can't even be a lot of people can't even be vulnerable with themselves right so whether you you know have something that you need to work through whether you have trauma in your life whether there's something that you need to figure out like at the end of the day everyone would benefit from therapy because I think I've never tried it personally but I do think that I would really benefit from it because you do reach that vulnerability within yourself when you're put in that safe space with a therapist if you have a good therapist that is so to answer your question no I think a lot of people don't know how to be vulnerable some things you're just okay with just like bleh you know but then why some things why what but then sometimes kind of hold back but then sometimes you just it just comes out like a vomit does that make sense because i remember an ex I've, I've experienced a i'm never usually vulnerable at work everybody at work sees me as strong vocal and opinionated person but there was a situation where i i one of my family member was really really ill and was going through so much in the hospital it was like it was hectic and um I just kept thinking in, in my head I need to be at work I need to be at work I need to be at work and then I've had the worst news ever while I was at work and I broke down and when I say to I broke down I literally went into my director's office and I was like, I started crying. He mm. did not, I did not even say a word. And then he literally was just standing there thinking, just let it out, cry, whatever. And then literally I had to stop myself from crying and just explain why I'm crying. And then the only thing I see him saying, if you need to leave, just go. If you need to stay in here, just stay. Do what you feel like you need to do right now. Because he kept thinking, he was like, I can feel like you... Is this my guy, down. Paul? Who what, Paul? Stuart. Stuart. What's his name? Stuart. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then he was literally was like, I can see you breaking down. And he was like, I just don't know what to do. I just want you to, f- like, to tell me what to do. And, and then I remember I kept saying to him, I need to get that thing. There was a project that we were doing, me and him. I was like, I need to get that thing done now. Because I feel like that was my focus point. And mm. then he was literally like coming out every five minutes, checking on on me. Oh. And, and I was like, literally, I went back home and I was like, what just happened? I just, Why were you so focused on work? That's interesting. Because I don't know. Because Is that I your like, coping mechanism? That was my coping mechanism. And he, I literally, I think after like a couple of months later, and he, we talked about it. And he was like, he was like, he was like, I was so surprised at the fact that he was like, you were breaking down mentally. Mm. And he was like, and the only thing that you knew that will keep you together was to focus into something that was so irrelevant and to yeah. forget about what's happening right now. And he was like, that was your coping mechanism. And he was like, he was like, I was like, what is wrong with her? But at the same time, I was like, that's the only you thing do that's you keeping boo. her safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I get really fuzzy. Like, I can't do, I, I am like, not in the same place when I'm when I've got something in my mind like I'll be physically doing something but more through like routine and because like I'm used to doing it my mind is used to doing it and work whatever but like I am completely somewhere else like I don't I don't know how people do this thing where they like 
focus on something to forget about mentalize yeah like i've tried like i've tried to yeah. just like do work i've tried to like you know when you go to the gym or whatever but it's just like consistently there mm. so but then in terms of i don't to be honest i don't feel lighter telling anyone anything i don't mm. feel productive telling anyone anything i don't feel i don't know maybe this is bad but i don't feel like telling a friend telling a colleague telling even like my siblings something would like it's not gonna help unless I'm like yo this is going on for example what do you think which I do do because like as you guys know I'm quite confrontational um but unless it's something it's not unless I'm gonna get something productive out of it I'm like I'd rather just either keep it to myself or if it's a genuine genuine issue then like consider getting someone that would professionally help with it and i'm not saying again i don't think that it's necessarily like a negative thing but if it's something that's playing on your mind then you know that's just how i see it i don't i don't get the offloading mm. feeling mm. i think it depends on the person is, that you offload to but yeah I, I get what you mean fatma i feel like i was reading an article and it was like talking about like how it was like talking about things that like vulnerability isn't and like it was talking about how like emotional vomiting like or overshare like there's a difference between being vulnerable like when you're vulnerable with someone like you're you're doing it for the sake of yourself as well but then sometimes with like emotional vomit or oversharing mm. like there's no sort of like end like it's just like you know those people that like like you're on the train and then somebody will be like i'm like my kids and uh and you're like i don't we don't have this yeah, like yeah. established relationship to like like i don't know what so I so in that like sense it's like completely with. unproductive yeah yeah or like it's like like it's just not because i've for some reason i don't know why i feel like i have this like ability for people like random strangers to like tell me really personal stuff that like I don't <laughs> know what to I do don't know. I was like I don't know how yeah I just like like one time I was like sitting in a coffee shop doing work and this lady was like came and sat at my table and she basically started like about how she like lost her passport and then she's like she's like I don't know where my passport is and like I don't know where I'm gonna be or like I don't know how I'm gonna get back to like my husband and stuff and I was like I'm not even like from this country bro like I'm just like here drinking my coffee like I don't know how to All help the you and there's like nothing I could do and like she, was she, are you sure she wasn't gonna rob that, you yeah that could also be a I- <laughs> but it was like, you're not street wise <laughs> she was gonna mug I'm you straight up <laughs> I'm not that passport. That passport story I've like, heard before. Can I use your car- <laughs> but it's like I don't know. Is that is that her being vulnerable? No, but I had had a guy on or... the tube. I was just sat on the tube. <laughs> it's not funny. I was sat on the tube and I was just minding my own business. I even had like my headphones in, and then he just like tapped me. No, I was looking at him because he was like kind of sniffling, and I was like, ooh. Like, you know, seeing, <laughs> I was like, people, people crying on the tube is like, you know, something that you see, like, it's fine. I've cried on the tube before and I just want everyone to leave me alone. You just have 20. like a nod of acknowledgement. Like, you're all right. I nod mm-hmm. back. I'm all right. We're going to get on with Tears it. I'm just going to cry <laughs> down my face. It's cool. So I just looked at him to give him that, you know, like, not like that I, nod I of acknowledgement. You. Like, it's cool, boo. I see you crying. You do you. Okay. No. He saw that as an invitation and he was like, I'm on the way to the hospital and, you know, my mom is dying. And I'm like, I'm like casually going shopping, right? And I'm like, what? And what do you do? What do you do? 
I fully this, stayed on mm. like seven stops after my stop because I was like, how can mm. I leave this man? He's having an emotional breakdown on me because I gave him a nod of solidarity. Yeah. But I feel like sometimes that's the thing, like the emotion, the oversharing mm. versus vulnerability. I feel like sometimes that oversharing, like maybe it's like a habit. Some people, it's a habit. Other people, it's like, you know, when it's like you reach that threshold, you mm. haven't you been vulnerable. Down. And yeah. then that's a break. That's like, that's when a breakdown. You just can't. And so sometimes a stranger or somebody that's completely, mm. like, completely removed from the situation, it, does maybe it does help to just like yeah because actually you won't get that backlash that maybe you're scared of for being yeah. that vulnerable with someone else like maybe he didn't feel like he could be that open to someone that he yeah knew. exactly and maybe mm. he didn't want it to be judged or mm. know exactly how you feel or what you think about yeah him. because like we said, now, said a lot of stuff he was like you know i feel bad i never spent time with her and i was like i don't what do you yeah, yeah. Think yeah. about it because think about it if we go to therapy and this person is a complete stranger and people mm-hmm. feel comfortable to like let everything out to this person who's a complete I mean, stranger that is because, the point yeah. because you're thinking this person even if they judge me i don't care what they think because they they have no value in my life does that make sense mm. i don't know do you guys have do you no guys- but with a therapist it's productive because then you get they guide you in a way where you you come out of it feeling like you've actually worked through those feelings and thoughts whereas when you're just I'm I'm not saying what the guy did is wrong I hope he felt better afterwards I doubt that anything I said was productive I just comforted comforted him but it's just it's very very different Mm. you can't compare the two but I do think a lot of it is because it's like I don't know this person there's no judgment behind it let me just vomit it out um so guys real question do you guys have someone that you can you feel comfortable being vulnerable with? No. Not completely. As in there are people that I will be vulnerable with in different ways, but there's no one that I will be completely vulnerable with. with. Because like I said before, if I'm not vulnerable with myself, who am I going to be vulnerable with? Do you guys not think that's a bit weird in a way? Because if you can't be vulnerable with your own self there must be something wrong don't you think no seriously like not in a bad way but in a in a scare and that's not that's not, it's not the healthy. most healthiest yeah yeah is that why people journal it's, though there are yeah people do journal because they feel like yeah. they need to write down what's going on with their mind and i think because happening. to be vulnerable even okay to even be vulnerable with yourself you need to take out time to think about things and sometimes we don't do that and so you can just live i think it's easy to even live with a facade within yourself and just be like la 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 la. and then when you actually have to think and like think about writing it down yeah i think that that is when a lot of stuff comes out and like i've had a i've had a diary since grade three oh yeah i forget i've I literally like and it's really weird because I mean it's true. Like I would I'm I'm I would say I'm similar to you vulnerable with any one person. Maybe the closest person is my mom. But even but even that, it's just I had a diary until I was thirteen and then my dad read it all. <gasps> so <laughs> I'm never writing a diary again. <laughs> that's that's not cool at all. I was thirteen and I deserved it. <laughs> let's just leave it at that <laughs> but that's that's really interesting Lavia about what you said about 
um, being vulnerable with yourself and taking time to actually have that conversation with yourself. Cause like, especially, and I think maybe that's why like, not to like always constantly bring it back to like <laughs> the unprecedented times, <laughs> but I think that like, because of like the fact that we were all like locked away in our houses and literally had nothing to do, but to like confront so many of the things that were, that we're thinking and stuff like th- I think that's why that facade kind of broke down and people were maybe starting to become more vulnerable with themselves what do you and think with other people yeah. because I um I feel like I'm like 90% feelings all the time and I like constantly overthink things and so for for me I feel like I like sit there and like talk to myself and I'm like especially on the train I'll have like seven hours of conversations with myself like perfectly fine but it's interesting because it's like I have people that I'm like Fatima said vulnerable with them about certain things but I feel like sometimes I I can be super vulnerable with certain people in my life, but in other like categories of my life, I'm like, absolutely not. I will never be vulnerable. I'll never let anyone know what I'm thinking or feeling because I would rather <laughs> die. But then like, but then like with my like friends, for example, I'll be like, ah, I'm a man. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. like, it's weird. It's weird because I feel like some people are like pretty consistent. Like they're not vulnerable consistently but i feel like i'm very inconsistent so you vulnerable with different people so you in my pick life. and choose so you you 100%. be vulnerable with people you feel like have earned the right to hear you or there's like a level of like trust mm. or facade of trust and then eventually you're i think that's where i don't know it's weird because it was like i don't know who said i feel like we had we talked about this i think in the earlier episodes about um relationships where we feel like mm-hmm. we can be more all more about, vulnerable and like friendships all about all, love yeah yeah and all yeah. about love where you're like where you're 100 percent fine with like not thinking about something as like a transactional relationship when it's friends when it's acquaintances or even like strangers but i think it goes back to like power dynamics where you feel like someone could abuse that like trust or abuse that that relationship where your vulnerability be, could be um taken advantage of mm-hmm. whether it's your like supervisor whether it's with like romantic mm-hmm. relationships too because i feel like especially in the culture that like we live in now like so much of it is about like guarding yourself and not letting anyone know That's what you're thinking and all those things. i think that people have either experienced enough negative backlash to being vulnerable or have heard stories of other people feeling that way mm-hmm. that they are going to guard their mm-hmm. feelings and they're going to be like well whoa i don't want that to happen to me i'm better off not doing that mm-hmm. um I, I do. I think it's it's very much like a, a sub, like not to be dramatic, but like a survival tactic. Tactic mm-hmm. because you you mm-hmm. live and you learn, right? Mm-hmm. You live and you learn. Um. Also, another thing that I think for me is sometimes I feel very much like I feel this way because I'm privileged enough to care about this, and therefore I'm like, there's no point in me like putting this into the world because that's just me like taking up space that doesn't really deserve any does that make sense like i'm like there's like yeah there's like genuine issues in the world like people have genuinely hard lives and like again i'm not saying that vulnerability is only being negative and like expressing negative emotions but a lot of the time it is and i feel like if i do then i'm not really giving justice to like people that are 
and I'm not even talking about like war-torn countries or like people in poverty or, you know, the people that are going through all this really serious stuff. I'm talking about like people that you see day to day and I'm like, whoa, like that's tough, bro. Like, I'm sorry. And then I'm like, I don't, I can't put this out there because it's not that deep. Mm. Do you get what no, I mean? No, but it's not, but about, it's not about putting it, putting it out there like publicly. I think you can still confide in well, people that are closest to you and everybody has a right to be human. Exactly. Like that's not, that isn't taken away just because somebody is going through maybe something more uh, than you more, more. Yeah. Something more than you equally. So like you can't equally. So I think like when you're happy, everybody has a right to be happy and you have a right to share your happiness just because somebody else is happy. You won't be like, Oh no, but now I can't be happy because that person's happy. Yeah. That's like, or, or, it's or sadness. That, oh, that person is sad. I can't be happy. Or that person's sad. But it's like, you can't like, yeah. yeah comparing emotions like that. Like everybody has a right to, sh- to be human. And if vulnerability is human and to acknowledge you're, what you're, you're going right. and to acknowledge what you're going through, Do even if it means something small. I have a question. Do you guys think that we're actually too vulnerable and that in modern day society, we are very, very sensitive and very, very open with our vulnerability and therefore it causes more problems because people are, you know, maybe more triggered by things or more likely to put something out there that will upset someone else or something that someone put out there, puts out there, upset somebody. Do you get what I mean? I think... Um, sensitivity and vulnerability are slightly different, but I get what you're, I get what you're talking about. I think when it, what, what I don't like, what I notice, which is kind of like, I don't know why when people, I guess, use their vulnerability to, to be like, I'm feeling this way, but then you're also undermining the other person's Mm. like the other person might also be going through something, but you kind of like, if you're taking a very, um sort of self-centered view like but this is happening to me and this and this is happening to me right and i forget everybody else as well like i see that i feel like that is a little bit of the a little it is problematic sometimes because in relationship like in relationships i think it's important for it's important for you to be there everybody um and the other person to be there for you as well and it's like a mutual it's a mutual thing and if it's like if you treat it like a one you know in any in any relationship it's like you can't treat it like a one-way thing if yeah that makes sense. i don't know but if even in like sense. a relationship I think, situation it's like is too much vulnerability bad i think so i think it goes back to, i think it goes back to um and the article i was reading was like saying something about how it's not I don't think that there's a problem with being vulnerable. I think it's whether it's genuine vulnerability and whether or not like we as a society have like the compassion and empathy to deal with that vulnerability because people can be vulnerable, but if we're still not able to like handle vulnerability in a healthy way, then Mm. it's not going to be, it's going to be weaponized or it's going to be used. But Mm. to go back to like what you were saying, I think it goes back to why you're being vulnerable. If you're being vulnerable because you're being honest and true to yourself, I don't think that there's an, I don't think there's a problem with that. But when you're using your vulnerability, like let's say you're, you're, being vulnerable with someone with an end goal like you're saying this to this person because you want it to be used in this way rather than you're using you're saying it to say your own piece if that makes sense you know what I mean like I think mm. the the reason why vulnerability comes off as disingenuine or not as 
authentic, I think is because it's not, I think the intention is what skews whether or not someone's being genuinely vulnerable with what they're saying. And maybe that's our issue. Maybe we, when we are vulnerable, we have too much expectations um, of the reaction we get to that vulnerability. And actually, if you choose to be vulnerable, you, we shouldn't, we should let go of whatever reaction we get to that because being that that was our choice to be vulnerable it's a it's a good choice if that's what you believe in and you're not always going to get the nicest response back I think that's mm-hmm. that you believe I, and I think that's yeah I think like, I that's like, what stops people from being vulnerable is that the unknown of how does that other person think how they perceive you um I have a friend that literally will say her truth like even if like it's not for the sake of the other person at all even if it puts her in an awkward position even if it makes her like seem like like let's she'll be, she'll say some she'll say her truth or she'll be vulnerable with somebody for the sake of her own self and i feel like that like i never i never understood that in the beginning cuz like for me i feel like i I'm scared of being vulnerable with people because I automatically think about how they're going to react or what they're going to say or like how that's going to affect me in the future rather than looking at it as like I'm going to say this or I'm going to do this or I'm going to be vulnerable with like my career or something like like all these aspects of vulnerability in our lives I feel like I shy away from it sometimes because I'm more concerned about Mm. the outcome rather than using rather than having being vulnerable as outcome, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I, I view my vulnerability as kind of like a vehicle to get to a yeah. certain point. Which, which is, is so human. Which allows you we to always like, want to get yeah, something which, out of everything we do. Always. Yeah. We can't just and do something for I've the sake seen, of it. Yeah. And I, I I would see my friend and like, she'll say some like, she'll like confront a situation, for example, um, with another friend or with like a romantic relationship and like, I I was like I would always be in awe because she would just like be so truthful and honest even though like the outcome is not like something that could be like something that could be changed it's advantageous yeah, like it's, it literally or, disadvantage yeah. like it disadvantages you to even bring it up but for her she's like I'm going to yeah. be I'm going to be 100% honest with myself and with other people and I like it was saying like, I I've seen people like talk about how that that's it's like a backward law of action where like the more vulnerable and honest you are with other people the less they can weaponize it Mm. against you because you already know your truth and you already know you you already are honest and vulnerable with yourself and so like they can't like what are they can't weaponize it against you because you already are okay but how do you feel about okay fine they're not able to weaponize it weaponize it against you but actually they can't handle that you're being too vulnerable are they in the wrong or is it their choice to take on as much of their your vulnerability that they can they can take because i feel i do feel like sometimes people put it out there again sometimes with the expectation that you need to just deal with what i'm putting out there on you and it's like whoa i think it it goes back to like I guess my how, question is, are you a bad think, person if you don't accept someone's vulnerability? And is there a limit of how much we should allow, we should be expected to 
like take in mm. of people's vulnerability before we're like actually I'm uncomfortable or actually that's too much for me. I think it goes back to like the the reason why that person oversharing. Like, yeah, oversharing but when is it like, oversharing and when is it vulnerability to be honest? No, like let, let's say in your example, right? Like you're saying that this is too much for me to like take on or handle. I think there there's a level of like accountability like if you're in part responsible mm-hmm. for me feeling this way and I am being vulnerable with you and letting you know that this is the reason why I think that like for people to for people to be like oh that's oversharing or that's too much I think that's like that's lending yourself to not have to not be yeah. accountable but let's say if I like consistently every Monday show up to Fatima and I'm like vulnerable Monday like here we go <laughs> I'm gonna or like vulnerable Tuesday vulnerable Wednesday like every day of the week I show up to you with all these things that like you might not necessarily have any part in and it gets to the point where like I just like expect you to just take see, it on I, yeah. I think there's a difference with that I see I see like, that as very contradictory personally because if you feel that I should be accountable for your vulnerability because I made you feel that way but equally you feel that you just feel better by putting it out there and we should just put it out there and that the end goal should just be that we feel more comfortable putting it out there and not by what reaction mm-hmm. we get from it those two things can't happen at the same time because it's too hard to do something with the intention of just doing it. We can, I mean, with the with the actual outcome of just doing it as humans. It's like, again, not to quote friends I think, again, but it's like how yeah, people said, it's yeah. difficult to do anything without feeling good about it. You can, do not, you can do something nice and you always think, oh, I'm just doing something nice. But if you do something nice and no one says, good, well done, or no one says, good job, or no one notices it and it's like, mm, okay, it doesn't feel as good. I think we have to see it as like a, yeah, no, I think we have to see it as like a, it's like a, as different achievements, quote unquote, like mm-hmm. there's one achievement mm-hmm. of just putting it out there. Like that's a step or hurdle mm-hmm. that you went over, right. Without one, without, without knowing what's on the other side, without even caring. Right. And like in a, in a relationship where maybe like being vulnerable is you like, you know, you're, you're because it involves another person, like it involves some, a conflict or something with another person that you, it took, like it took something mm. to just say it, right? That's one step. And that should be independent of what then the next step is, like whether you want the other person to, or what the other person does. Yeah. Vulnerability. That's what I, I like, basically was getting at is that I think it's, mm. it's easy to say, yes, we should be vulnerable and not expect anything of it and be happy with just, you know, the fact that we're able to be vulnerable and we put it out there and we feel better afterwards. But then that fades away and you're like, Wait, what? You're not gonna you're not gonna do something about that? You're not gonna acknowledge it. But I just mm-hmm. but I just opened up to you. But mm-hmm. I was vulnerable to you. So what? You're just not gonna acknowledge that? And it's like, okay, that person mm-hmm. might be a shitty person because they didn't. Because the nice thing to do and the polite thing to do is, and especially if you were the cause for that, and you should you should feel accountable at least in the way that you made someone feel. But realistically, in this big bad world, you might not get that. And yeah. that goes back that again to you feel yeah, like but you in, can't but then be that, like, like that your lab you said, again. that shouldn't make that shouldn't stop you from being vulnerable. You should develop that self mm. self courage to feel like you know what if even if I get a negative output from that, I'm Actually, I'm, I, I'm happy with what I've just put I think, out there. I feel like a proper devil. I think that's right. Where... Huh? Oh no, but like I like that's the that's the med. <laughs> Did the devil hire you in the court of law? <laughs> I've got more. Um, 
but I think I think that's where I think that's where for me personally I think that's where I I think that's where that contradiction like fights itself because mm. it's like I will for the sake of other people will put like my own emotions or something like that like to myself or like I feel like oh maybe I shouldn't act this way because it's going to affect this person other people like I feel like other people might not have that like um mm. that process that like frame of reference where it's like their actions um or their the way that they like okay let me try that again no but i, I get what no, you I'm mean just, I, I feel i feel like not I'm, everyone is an empath in the sense that they will acknowledge the way that people are feeling around them and act in a way that won't affect them negatively right and that's basically what i'm getting at the majority of people mm-hmm. i don't i really don't mean to be cynical i i am in a bad mood today but just in general i do feel that as human beings, we are more open to being vulnerable, but we are not as open to accepting vulnerability. And that's why when we are vulnerable, the response that we get is negative. And then when someone's vulnerable with us, we don't, we, or everyone is guilty of not necessarily responding very nicely or very well to that vulnerability. Not because you're a bad person, you've got your own stuff going on. You just can't take that on. You are having a bad day. You just, you, it's, it's triggering for you because it hits home or mm. you just simply don't care. Yeah. You yeah, just don't care. Was, You're allowed to yeah. not care sometimes. That's what I was meaning with like, I think the that's cent- where... like the, not like with the self-centered view. Oh, I can, that I'm going to put stuff out there, but I can't, I can't. Mm. Like, but here help you go. Yourself. Mm. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It can't yeah. be one way. The humans are but here you, it can't be one way. Like which is why, no, I, and I get, like, and, and I, I don't know if this is controversial, but you know how people are like, okay, how people are like, oh, I can't be there for another person if I can't be there for myself. Mm-hmm. Or not like that, but like, you know, when, like, I can't deal with your problem if I can't deal with mine. Or I can't, you know, if my cup yeah. isn't full, I can't mm-hmm. help. I can't help. Like, I, I get where that is, that thought process is coming from, like, I 100% get that but i also think that it's it's shifting our our viewpoint like as a society into more yeah. and more self-centered to the point to the point where it's like if you can't not not that not that you need to like completely drain yourself right and like completely be falling apart and still be giving your organs away right like that's not, not the extreme we're talking about but the other no no exactly <laughs> also not human you can't be like oh no but i need to be a hundred percent happy a hundred percent like you know mm-hmm. like just perfect and then i can like deal with something yeah. that you like a problem because that no one not. will be a hundred percent happy or perfect. exactly and so like what are we doing like i think as like as just people we just need to be there for each other in our human moments we're human too but then also remember that the other person is human like we forget like in in our in our sort of when we are like feeling down or lower like or when we are trying like if we're sharing something or if we're feeling down low we forget that the other person is also another Mm -hmm. with their own vulnerabilities and why are we so surprised like or maybe i'm just like you know when you do see people that are super strong that are vulnerable you're almost like oh why yeah why are we why am i surprised that they're human too like of course they're human like why is that such a shock i think it goes back to like what what we were talking about earlier about i don't think that's the fact that we're too vulnerable i think it's the fact that we as a society as like a global like community i think don't have the compassion or empathy 
to deal with vulnerability because we live in a very individualistic yeah. capitalistic society that expects exactly. us to be robots expects us to be perfect and like vulnerability is not rewarded in any way shape or form like you have to be perfect at work you have to be perfect in your relationships mm. you have to be perfect in everything and so throughout time i feel like we've been conditioned to not being vulnerable and therefore also not reward people being vulnerable with you and so there's no sort mm. of like there's no sort of like toolkit to deal with vulnerability in a compassionate and empathetic way because it's viewed as something exactly. that's not good and so like you said Fatima, i think that like it, it it's not it's not I feel like it's realistic to think of the world as like not the most compassionate and caring place because it's not. And so if it was, we, we, we about... wouldn't be in the situation that we are in now. Yeah. We wouldn't. If, if generally 100%. the majority of human beings have that compassion and would do, would actively do something about it on a minuscule level or on a bigger level, we wouldn't be in the situation that we are in in majority of the world. I don't want to be cynical, but no, I do. Be cynical. I, but saying. I do. I, I, dude, we're all just cynical. Like, it's realistic. Yeah. It's realism. No, I not want to not mm-hmm. be cynical, but I don't want to be too positive either. But I do feel like there are people who are compassionate. Who, yeah, of course, who who are who are capable of taking another person's like vulnerability. But at the same time, it's just accepting it for what it is. Even sometimes, there's no shame of saying. I hear you, but I don't know what the fuck to do. Because that's literally what my manager did. I don't know what yeah. the fuck to do. Do you get it? But I hear you. But at the same time, I, I don't, yeah. I, I really don't, I, I feel like I will break myself down if I were to keep thinking that I could not be vulnerable in this world because the world is so effed up that I feel like I'm, I'm just, they're going to see me as weak and I'm not going to get nothing out of it. And that there's people are horrible and they won't accept me for what I am. I can't because I feel like the more I think about it like that, the more I feel like, you know what, I'm closing up and I'm going to close up to a point where I can't be vulnerable with my own self, with my own thoughts, let alone with another human being. So I don't know. But do you, we all know someone who is so compassionate and and spends so much time, but how drained do they get? They get drained because they get so I, drained. I, I can, I've got at least two examples in my head and I've seen both of them literally have a breakdown because of all the burdens of other people's vulnerabilities. They do. I know. And I'm not saying that they're in the wrong for being, being like that, but it's like, well, we really need to spread out that, not burden, obviously people's vulnerabilities aren't a burden, but when you are overwhelmed by them, it is, it gets a lot. And it's like, it shouldn't be the responsibility of the, this handful of people to be able to cope with those things. I don't know. I, th- I feel like it, you just kind of need to create a support group to a point where you feel like you don't want you don't want to just burden one person or another person. You just feel like okay. But again, we're always talking about vulnerability as a burden. It's not a burden. What's well, this mentality that we have? Like we can't stop it. I feel yeah. like we all like were built. I mean, I think we can we can talk about like the I mean the the other side too. Like sometimes I. I'm super sort of careful with even like happy stuff as well. Like, you know, like who, who, who you are, who you trust enough to share happy stuff or share your successes with, share your good Mm. times with. I think Mm -hmm. that's also interesting because it's, it's true. Like not everybody, like it's not everybody. Yeah. Not everybody I think deserves to see even that vulnerable side of yourself. But let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, guys, a scenario, give you a scenario. 
okay, you, there's two people now. One person who brags about the achievement and how good they are, blah, 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 and all that crap. And then you have another person who is owning up, I'm crap at this. I can't do this. Mm. Who do you respect more? I, re- I respect them more, but if I needed the job done, I'm going to take the other one. Because, to be You're honest, right. I'm that person. So you would you would respect more the person who's kind of like I am um, good at this blah 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 blah. blah. No, it's not, I would respect both of them, but I, at the end of the day, it is a fake it till you make it world, right? Okay. And I, I think it's also. I think I don't think it's about res- it's not respect, it's respect no. because I feel like in both in both situations, like I think it takes. Like, I, I feel like even that person that's like, that takes a certain amount of confidence or like certain amount of, certain amount of vulnerable being okay with like putting that out there, being confident in yourself to be like, I'm, maybe they're bragging, but maybe they're telling the truth. Maybe they are awesome at whatever they're doing, right? To be able to say, I'm good at this. That also takes a certain amount of, I don't know if vulnerability is a word, but it, like, it takes something like that you trust yourself, but you also trust the people around you that you're like, I can say this with confidence that I'm good at this. Equally, mm-hmm. It, it takes so much confidence, I think, to be like, I don't mm. know. I think it is also, like, by I the way, important know. when you don't know to say you don't know, but it, it depends how you say it. Like, it, it depends so on the I was person. Telling, I think in yeah, both contexts. So if I was telling you guys, I'd be like, yo, guys, like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing at work. I'm not going to go to my manager mm-hmm. and be like, yo, I don't know. I don't know. Patient. What, I'm patient. Or go to a patient. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm just going to test this drug on you, but hey, who knows? <laughs> but it is, it is important to be honest and vulnerable and say hey I'm actually not very confident in this I would like you to maybe demonstrate it or go through it with me and then I think I'll I'll, I'll be confident to do it do you know what I mean like also like knowing yeah, how vulnerable yeah. to be in certain situations because sometimes I do think we expect I don't not I don't know how to word this but see but I think this is, the line this is, is so blurry like, at work no but you're but we're like making it seem that vulnerability vulnerability like the actual like well how we should see is just honestly like we like we said in the beginning mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. like being honest in in any circumstance it's not about being too vulnerable because you can never be too mm-hmm. too honest true you can never be, too, be honest too honest in that <sighs> I'm sorry <laughs> 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 but I do I think I think though like I think that there's a lens <laughs> she's she's full on like hired by the devil. the devil today, you guys. Like she's getting a paycheck from the I just, devil to I just be get a advocate. bit frustrated. Like I'm just a bit like um I think I'm just gonna stop talking. <laughs> no. No, I, no, 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 we need this. No, no, we need devil's advocate. I think that going back to Mona's like example, I think it's also interesting to think about it from like a gender perspective yeah. as well like if let's say if a man was being vulnerable um like how in our societies and especially in certain communities like vulnerability for men is viewed very differently than vulnerability yep. for women but at the same time like confidence. for example if uh, yeah confidence and like um sharing like being honest and truthful in our confidence i think is rewarded for men for example but then is looked like i feel like if a guy or like example for a leader when you're looking at politicians if a woman is out here saying i do this this and this i'm very confident in my abilities to do this being very honest and truthful about her capabilities most people would be like oh she's bragging or she's way too like way too assertive way too aggressive but that sort of vulnerability is 
rewarded for men because it's expected for them to like have this like confidence aura whereas like women if they're sharing their weaknesses and stuff it's like oh that's like kind of the role of women to share in that way whereas like if a man did that then it would be like oh like a part of their manhood is questioned because they are, are being vulnerable so it's like I don't know. I feel like it's different. I don't know if you guys have seen that as no, well. I that it's like different across genders. It's like when they say, "Oh, men don't cry" or something like that, and you're like, mm-hmm. eh. "And that's not." Do you guys cry that's in public? Good. Are you okay with crying? No. In public? That's also one being all wonderful. the freaking time. No, no, absolutely not. All the time, I've cried on the tube. I've cried. I have in cried on the tube. I've cried walking. I cry all the time. Okay yeah <laughs> it's actually kind of therapeutic crying yeah. is very therapeutic but i yeah. save up my crying and i save it up and i save it up and then i put on a sad movie and then i sob and then i just yeah. sleep and i get yeah. that cry headache and i'm so satisfied i'm like oh i did it good like <laughs> in public it's not like in public it's not like the like the full crying it's like usually just like tears or something but like like fatima like i save it up in a bank in a bank and i'm like well, oh so good is it time to cry <laughs> today sometimes i'm like i'm about to I cry uh, i feel like i'm not ready yet I, I'm, I don't have the time to cry so then i'll like leave it a little bit longer suck it back up yeah yeah, yeah. wow it will, i need it will. therapy for real we all need therapy no truth <laughs> what was really weird i don't know if this was i only realized this in like retrospect when i first moved to london the first like i'm not okay my sisters will be like no you're super emotional it depends like sometimes mufasa's death makes me cry sometimes it doesn't it just depends right but um when i first moved to london i realized that for like the first i would say like four or five months I just didn't cry. Like, like nothing would make me cry. And I actually was worried. No, no, no. It, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. I was actually worried that, like, I couldn't. Is that, is that, it was, it was the first time in my life that I felt like I couldn't cry. So I would feel like I wanted to cry or I would feel, but, it's, but it was like, but it's fine. I couldn't you cry. Didn't, you didn't go through a situation where you needed to cry. That's fine. Why? No, I don't think that was. I don't think that was the case. I feel like you were in survival mode. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think I just literally. There was the first time in my life. You have that to I remember that. Put, like you literally came up. to a country, and I just didn't like into- anything. I just didn't like anything. Yeah, I'm just like not, like I didn't let anything phase me. So I feel like there's just like times in your life that it's like you mm. control your own sort of like. It, it, I mean, it was it was a vulnerable. It was a survival thing, mode to this this situation is too like too new for me to show any sort of vulnerability so it took say it took me like a good like half a year to be like okay i, I feel I safe enough now. to cry in my room now <laughs> i feel like you cry about super stuff and then when it's like really serious stuff i'm just like mm. either starstruck or i'm like in like okay we've got to fix this mode i don't know i don't really cry that do you guys cry a lot why why are we talking about crying guys because it's a physical way of showing vulnerability is yeah mm-hmm. but it's not the only way. No, it's not the only way. So. I think telling jokes is being Yeah, vulnerable. that is hard. <laughs> you know when you when Sometimes you tell, I hit when you tell a joke and nobody laughs. Yeah. But then I you're doing it. But then you're doing it for the sake. Yeah, you're doing it for the sake of making other people laugh rather than just saying the joke to be funny. And you know who has the you know who's vulnerable with jokes till the day dad jokes because they will say jokes like like <laughs> middle-aged men will say jokes for the sake of saying them like Basically, no one will we laugh need that they joke will be told 
dad joke energy is what we need because like or whatsapp like threads that like our mom send like fake news that's the stuff that carries you through that is honest to god so are we actually getting anything out of this conversation (laughs) no we are no actually i've learned quite a lot from you guys i'm not gonna lie what did you learn mona what's the take-home message today I love when Muna does a wrap up. I love I love Muna's wrap ups. <laughs> but it's 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 really it's really enlightening to see how we all view vulnerability similar, but at the same time completely different. And also how we think we perceive vulnerability when actually we are con- contradicting ourselves. Yeah, because exactly. what we want mm-hmm. to think vulnerability is and what we actually feel vulnerability is can be very different. Yep, we're just all walking contradictions. Yeah. Listen, if you need to cry, cry. So why? If you need a laugh, laugh. Live yeah. your best life. If you need to send your dad jokes. <laughs> your dad jokes. Do, your, do your moms ever say if you laugh too much, you'll cry? Yeah. Do you think that's true? Yeah. That is true, yeah. actually. I think that's the only thing consistent in life is that one day you'll yeah. be happy and then you'll be sad. And then you'll be happy again. But, but you need the, and then you you'll need be the sad bad again. times to enjoy the good times, right? You need that. You it's a sign. It's a sinusoidal curve. Mm-hmm. Very true. Mm-hmm. And and that was Lavia being vulnerable with her signs. <laughs> no, 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 no. We didn't even laugh. I don't think I even read this today. Yeah, I, I did find that funny. I hate you guys so much. Wow. It was a sinusoidal okay. curve. Is that not funny? No, um, I, let me explain it to you. I'm sorry. I I don't do science, so I wouldn't laugh. I do oh, science. This is horrible. Why, why did you? <laughs> said, I do sign. It's still not funny. Oh wait, I have a sign. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Sometimes it happens, Labby. It happens. To wrap this up, guys, um, be vulnerable. If you need to cry, cry. Have that one—not one person, but I would say have that support group in terms of someone that you feel like you can vent to. And if and, you don't, and if you don't, hurt. yeah. If you really, 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 really are struggling, we do suggest you get a professional help, talk it over, mm-hmm. um, because we all go through sh- so many shitty things in life, and yeah. we all know our capability, and if you feel like you have reached your capability and you're about to reach your breaking point, we do advise you to get help. Yeah. Even if it's just so that someone can look out for you. Yeah, exactly. Um, or give you that nudge if they realize that actually you need to you re- you need to do something about this um, and also therapists not all of them are private and really expensive because i know some in london are like 90 100 pounds an hour so you can either go through your gp but that takes a long time sometimes and there's like online um therapists or like phone therapists that you can have which can be like more accessible if you can't go in so like just look into it and if if you're really struggling, then 100% definitely try it. Get that kind of professional help because they can guide you because sometimes people can give you bad advice. But if you're just feeling like, you know what, I want to find out more about myself and what I think or, you know, a bit of self-actualization, never hurt anybody, just go chat to somebody. I really want to, but I just haven't made time for it. I think all four of us should try it. Anyways, before I bring any more negativity to this conversation (laughs) the devil will leave the chat and um we will hopefully see you guys next sunday with a new episode as always stay tuned on 
at Trilab with a double I on Instagram. Um, we've got some fun stuff coming along. And until then, bye. Adios. Bye. 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 Bye.